Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Ellison, relationship coach and your host of Unbreakable You. Listen, I get it. Breakups and divorces suck, but they don't have to break you. You may be hurting, feeling confused, or wondering what the hell just happened to your life. But join me as I share interviews with men and women who have battled the impossible and have come out living an even better life. I also interview experts and authors as well as provide you with coaching tidbits along the way. And know this, your life is about to get really amazing. Why? Because your breakup is a gift. It will show you your truth and what's been missing in your life so now you can live your best life. Don't believe me yet? Keep listening and I'll show you that you are unbreakable. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Unbreakable You. I'm excited to have an interesting and different guest today on my show. His name is Michael Daniels and he is the founder and CEO of FAIR. FAIR is a co-parenting app and FAIR is spelled F-A-Y-R, which is an acronym for Family Advocacy your responsibility. And I have so many clients that where co-parenting is a huge challenge. I think it's a challenge for many of us. And so many times we're struggling with just basic communication and financial documentation and all the things that go in hand with co-parenting. And Michael created this groundbreaking app that seamlessly streamlines key aspects of family management for co-parents raising children together. And it's interesting because the creation of the app grew out of Daniel's challenges as a divorced father of two grade school age children navigating life and the family court system. So this app was really born out of his own personal experiences, which I think is really different. It's not something a corporation did or some .com that was just trying to, you know, harness and take advantage of all the pain and suffering that we're all going through. But it is something that he created where he saw a need and developed something that I think is really, really unique. And I think a lot of you might know about apps like My Family Wizard. And a lot of the times courts will actually mandate you to use such an app. And so this is a really, really great option. But should you even want to co-parent with someone and the courts aren't mandating it, but you just want to have better communication, this is also a really great tool. And so much so that I think I'm going to be using it because I just love the interface and the usability, and there's just a great user experience. And I'm going to be talking with Michael today, and you're going to hear about all the different features and as well as his story. But the cool part about this is that, kind of a little fun fact, he um, went on, um, I'm going to say that again. The cool part about this is that FAIR debuted in beta early in 2017, so not that long ago, and immediately drew interest from Apple TV executives who invited him to audition for their reality series called Planet of the Apps. So it's kind of like Shark Tank, but it was this show called Planet of the Apps. And I'm actually going to put a clip of his appearance in the show notes. So definitely check that out. It's kind of cool. 
Um, but he was selected for the show and appeared, uh, gosh, three years ago. And he actually secured a partnership with Gwyneth Paltrow. And if you all remember her, she, I think, coined the phrase conscious uncoupling. So clearly Gwyneth, I'm going to call her by her first name, saw a real need in this and uh, he has garnered support and partnership through her. So I think that really speaks to the quality of the app and some of the things that the app could really, really help you with. And I really, really want you guys to check this out. Please listen to the end of the episode because he is going to offer you a discount using a code that will help you get started. And I really hope that you can find this episode interesting. And, and also, Michael just brings kind of a cool story to the table of how he came up with this idea. And I just think it's really fascinating. I love always going behind the scenes of how technology and how big ideas are created. So I hope you're not only inspired by his story, but even hopeful that such technology exists out there for you to co-parent. And I'd love for you all to give it a try and love to hear your feedback on that. Well, without further ado, here is my interview with Michael. Enjoy this episode. Michael, welcome to the show. I am so happy to have you join us today. How are you? I'm doing great, Lindsay. Thank you very much for having me. So, Michael, before we dive into the work that you're doing and the amazing app that you have developed, I'd love for you to share with uh, our listeners about you know who you are and just get the story behind this technology. And because um, I know you have an amazing story, and I think that a lot of people don't really understand um, the stories that we have behind the technology and behind the big ideas. So I'd love for you to just start off and just share with the listeners a little bit about who you are and what your story is and how you came about to uh, developing FAIR, the app. You know, my story, I, in a lot of ways, I don't know that there's anything extraordinarily uh, unique about my story being a divorced father, that sort of thing. I mean, it, we it represents more than half the country at this point. But I think my uh, my approach to it and the way I, I got through some of the very difficult times uh, might be a little unique, or at least provide some insight to to many people. And I I, um, I come from a family I moved around a lot. Family was very important. My father was a military officer, and uh, yeah, I moved around a lot. But family was always something that I really really valued. Those kind of uh, tight relationships because they they don't they stay with you throughout life. And so when I found myself one day after the, the economy crashed in 2008, I, I went from being in a position of, uh, you know, a very good position to all of a sudden didn't have a job, I started a new company and you just, and then you're going through, a, going through a divorce at the same time. And so your, your world just kind of shattered. My, yeah. my world just kind of shattered. And I think a lot of people uh, they would say the same thing during, especially during that time in, um, in our country's history, it was just really, really bad. And, and so when you see your life falling apart like that, you, you just find yourself in this negative state of mind. And I was very conscious that I, I just wasn't, um, I wasn't there uh, emotionally like I wanted to be for my kids. I had a hard time putting a smile on my face. And, and you're trying to, and my children were very young. They were one and two years old. And, and, um, and it was just sad. It was just a very, very sad, depressing time for me. And, uh, and just trying to get through it, dealing with financial problems all at the same time. 
I just can't tell you how exacerbated I felt on a daily basis. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> we yeah. know it's it's the worst feeling in the world, especially when you first get you know separated and divorced. It's just like all of your dreams and all of the things that you expect to happen in your life just suddenly just get wiped clean. Yeah, I was actually building. Um, uh, my background is in architecture, home building. I built high and luxury homes um, uh, myself for ten years after I you know lost my job with a big major um, developer. And, um, and I got to tell you, I had been designing one that I was planning on moving into. So you, you had a lot of time, a lot of dreams, a lot of uh, painstaking detail went into all these different little rooms I was going to build. And it just excited about life and my future. And all of a sudden, that's all shattered. I mean, those plans got all scrapped. And, and it just you just take a downward spiral. And you just don't know if it's ever going to come back up again. And, and, and I, I guess when you start the divorce process, I just found it to be agonizing. Uh, j- just to constantly document, and every every day I was having to keep these these logs, uh, reconciling them every night on time sharing when it picked up, when I dropped off um, the correspondences that were that were had back and forth. I had to log all of that stuff, expenses, saving all these receipts, and it's just depressing because you know you know I'm not somebody who wanted to. I never thought I was going to be the kind of person to, to go through this, and there's a lot of shame involved. Like I didn't want to talk to many of my friends anymore. I just you always felt like it was elephant in the room and just didn't want to discuss it. So I just stayed away from people that I probably should have uh, gotten closer to. They may have been able to help me out emotionally. Would you say your divorce at the time was high conflict? I mean, was it, was it to the point where you really couldn't talk to each other? And I mean, the fact that you were documenting things kind of leads me to believe that it was. Yeah, it was very high conflict. It, you know, it was just very, very high conflict. Everything is, it's amazing how, you know, when people split up. It's, it's like a lot of times these two parties, they're, I mean, they're reactive, emotional, and impulsive, and um, and people do things that are really damaging. They just it just just start blowing holes in the sides of each other's ships. When these ships are the ones carrying their children, it's just crazy what happens. Right. And, and uh, but yeah, it just people just everything goes, man, and and it's really really difficult. Um, and, and it takes many years to come back from. You know, I, I actually this kind of used to be really embarrassed and never liked to talk about it, but I, I was I was in such a bad shape for a while. I literally lived out of my car for five months. Uh, I, and I had a job where I wore a suit just to work every day. And I, I would literally wake up and go into this uh, gym. I'd, you know, shower, put my, put my suit on. Then I'd go try to go get a free breakfast at a hotel somewhere. Like I was literally in such wow. bad, bad shape. That's what legal fees did to me. That's what oh, just so many other issues we were dealing with. Were you unemployed at the time? Uh, well, I had been starting a new company. And, okay. Uh, and of course, you know, when things get separate, I mean, you know, and you know, your spouse ends up, you know, ends up taking some money from you. And, 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 and of course I had, I had rental property that, that, um, renters weren't paying. And, and so it's a, that's the financial crisis. Look, everybody was going through hard things and, uh, but it was affecting everyone. It's affecting me in a very big way. I was, I was a young guy at the time, I guess I was 28 years old. And just when you think your life is going to start taking a turn for, for the better, um, it just really, really went the other direction for me. And I, I just, uh, I, I had to live out of my car for five months until wow. I was able to, so I, I went and took a job with anybody. I just needed a job. So I was starting my company, but then, you know, all of a sudden my accounts pretty much wiped out and I had to, I had to do what it, whatever it took to, to get some money in the coffers. So I didn't like, you know, have homes going to foreclosure and I could keep my business going so that I didn't, uh, that the bank wouldn't call in my loans. Cause we were just now starting the brand new company. I went and just worked a job that I could get. Uh, for, for in, it was actually in Orlando. So I drove to Orlando and just lived out of my car. And, uh, but you know, I, it, five, five months and I, I got back, 
got back up on my feet. And, you know, that a matter of two, three years later, next thing you know, I had a very thriving, uh, very thriving home building company. We did very, very well for the next 10 years, I suppose. Okay. So you've got this thriving home building business. And then when did you have this idea? When was your light bulb moment? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it was kind of like there's a series of things that happened through this course. Because I used to think, okay, after this two years of ongoing back and forth and fighting and documenting all this kind of stuff, that really just ruined my life for those two years. And I really regret it not being present, emotionally present for my children during that time. You know, you're constantly documenting this one situation in particular. I, I um, and the programs that existed at the time that I had actually used that everybody's very familiar with, it, it was web-based, did not, it was just kind of antiquated. I'm sure it's very helpful. It's better to use it than nothing else. But I wanted something to be in hand that I could use any time. And, and I had tr- driven 43 miles down to drop my children off um, where my, my um, co-parent was living with uh, her family. So I drove 20, 43 miles down there and waiting outside the door, texting, no, no response, calls, no response, knocking on the door, no response. And after 30 minutes of this, I said, oh, this is ridiculous. I'm going home. So I went home and then I get a call from my attorney. You went home with the kids? I went back home to my house with the kids, 43 miles back home. Yeah, wow. with the kids. So I took my kids back home. Um, but I had been there, you know, to, within the, the time frame I was supposed to be, I was ordered to drop them off. But yeah, nobody was there. And I drove back home and my attorney called me, who had just been contacted by her attorney, saying, you're in violation of this court order. Uh, said, no, I'm not contempt of court. Like I, I was there. They said, well, they're saying you, you didn't show up. And the material fact is, is the ki- children were not delivered at that time. And, and truly, you know, I could have ended up going for a judge one day and and it would have been totally up to that judge's subjectivity as to whether I'm lying or she's lying or whatever, you know. Um, and so that could have totally altered my entire outcome, my whole future with my children. Uh, but fortunately, I had taken a toll road and I was able to pull my, my son pass records and I was able to prove that I exited a toll within a mile of the house or so. And so I, I, was, I was pretty much acquitted, so to speak, of, of this accusation. But that argument, just just going back and forth, cost me $800 that day. I mean, $800 uh, I did not have. I just didn't have that kind of money. But just in legal fees, boom, $800 bill. It's just it, out of nowhere, this stuff can hit you. So just because you, you get settlement after your two-year-long, drawn-out battle, it, it doesn't mean it's over. So for the next oh, so several, several years, I'm back for motions. It's constant misunderstandings and disagreements are constantly escalating. And I felt like, you know, living in this world of documentation is driving me nuts. Because, look, most people aren't bad parents or bad documenters, though. And then when you're forced to recreate an audit trail of information of six months, two years or whatever, nobody has that stuff. And it's very hard to put it all together. So, so with FAIR, it just makes it easy to document all of this stuff as life is happening. I mean, you can log it, track it, forget it. Done. It's really great. Were you aware of, I know... Uh, a lot of my listeners, I think the most kind of common app is My Family Wizard. Was that in existence at the time? Did you yeah, that, that, that's what I had used. Okay. Again, again, it was web-based. Um, and to this, even to this day, a lot of its functions are still um, web-based. Don't oh, they're not really it. mobile-friendly. Right. And, but, you know, but just the paradigm by which they came about this was, is very different than mine. I mean, that, that was during an era, 2001 is when they came out. I mean, this was an era that, computers were still internet. I mean, everything, 2001 is the dot-com boom. I mean, it's, it's still a very relatively new idea. So it was viewed as something as this is for high conflict. Mm-hmm. Well, now we, we live in a generation that people expect to use technology, you know, uh, in their, uh, they expect to collaborate professionally, socially. They do everything with an app today, right? We, it's the 
there's an app for that generation. That's what we live in. So, sure. so, uh, so I wanted to create something that wasn't just really centered around um, uh, high conflict uh, relationships. Just wanted to create something that was, uh, you know, you wanted to use. This is just this just became easier. It's easier to use than to um, than to have to go home every night and, and jump on this thing and scan. This, I mean, granted, they've evolved a lot since I had used it because it's clear that was many, many years ago. But, um, but, but it's still, it, it's, it's still, I, I'd say, just the way it's laid out. Like, if you look at Fair, I mean, I'm, I come from a design standpoint, so look and feel is a, a big thing for me. So, casual fonts, soft color tones. I mean, all of the co-parenting, everything is rounded edges. It's really meant to be psychologically conflict diffusing to the user, and then it's navigation. It's one click between functions. I just wanted it to be simple to navigate, simple to document, and every feature is available in the app versus you know some features needing to be uh, accessed through the computer. So I want to make sure and help clarify the use and the, and the need for Fair. This is something that you can use on your own, correct? It's not something oh, yeah. that you have to use in conjunction with a co-parent, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Describe some of those features. What are some of the main benefits that the app offers? Mm-hmm. Well, look at it like this. I mean, I've been caught in motions and mo- many people are many times. I think most motions are for like modification for uh, child support. A lot of different um, factors happen in people's lives. You, you could lose a job or, or get a promotion. You're making more money and Maybe you got another, you got remarried. All sorts of things can, can affect uh, what child support will come out to. Well, child support is pretty much determined by how many, how many days out of the year I have the kids and how many days out of the year you have the kids and, and, um, and our incomes, right? Well, uh, incomes are pretty quick to figure out. That's not too hard. Some, uh, some payment stubs, tax returns, that sort of thing. But when it comes to establishing child, uh, uh, the time sharing, what, who's had what amount of time, always a battle to figure that one out. It's right. uh, both parties will say, I have, I have them 70% of the time. I mean, it's like, okay, <laughs> clearly you both don't have them 70% of the time. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 with fair, um, when you, you create an account, you can put your upfront, you can, you can set it all up, uh, put your time sharing schedule in. I have the kids every Wednesday, Thursday, mom has a Monday, Tuesday, and we alternate Friday, Saturday, Sundays. And then you can even go into like, you know, let's say the holidays are coming up. So Christmas, I have them even years, you have them odd years. And you can set this stuff all up front. So with a little bit of work done up front, you can alternate uh, major holidays, you know, Thanksgiving and, and uh, birthdays and uh, you know, Christmas, New Year's, whatever. And, and you can just plan it out for the next, I mean, up to 18 years, I guess, you know. And so it will, you're on co-parenting autopilot at that point. It'll give you notifications on what time, you know, you're dropping off, picking up. And if you need to make changes, you know, you, you know it's color-coded too. Mom's days are one color. Dad's days are another color. And if mom needs to be out of town for something, she need only click on the day, you know, request to, you know, release the day to dad. Dad would then instantly get a notification saying, oh, mom wants to release the day and his or her notes as to why. And OK, I'll, I'll accept. And when dad accepts the, 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 the day color changes to his day and it doesn't go back to hers unless he releases it again. So all of this communication right down to the second that it was released is all matter of, do- of record so that two years from now when you're trying to establish this stuff, we know exactly how many days, hours, minutes I had the kids, how many days, hours, minutes you had the kids. And there's just no more ambiguity. It's really laid out in a clean way. You can't do this with Google Calendar. It's not set up for a co-parenting situation. Right. right. And what about texting? You know, I think that's the biggest struggle. I'd say the majority of us don't really like to have phone conversations with our exes. And 
they're texting you. Does the app have any ability to kind of upload the text? I mean, even though I know in many cases there's a court order in terms of you must communicate through this kind of app or an app, Uh, but what if it's not court ordered and you're still trying to document all the texts that come through? Is there any way where one parent can document all the texts? And I I, I was actually just thinking about this, that my text messages with my ex, literally, I've never deleted any of them. Mm-hmm. And they probably go back seven years. Wow. I mean, I'm not kidding. And if I were really like, wait a minute, what did he say to me a month ago? And then I have to scroll back of what he said. Is there a way to kind of import that kind of stuff? Oh, uh, well, yeah, absolutely. Um, you, you totally can. I, actually, our text messaging feature is just about to, you know, uh, get a major upgrade. It's going to function as well, if not even better than uh, than WhatsApp. It, we we really think that that's a, a very good model to make it after. It's very you know easy to use, and but of course without the ability to delete anything. So what, one of the problems is, is people may not know this, but Texas messages are not admissible in court. They can be manipulated. In fact, there are programs out there now to hack and all that stuff. And really, really. Yeah, you can make people say whatever you want. I mean, it, it, so that, that's why they're not admissible in court. And in fact, I present the, the affair to judiciaries all the time. And I get a que- that question quite a bit from some of the more tech savvy judges. They'll ask me about that. And I say, well, no, I mean, no this, this has all of the admissibility of emails with the ease of text messaging. Uh, and that's what you really want. You, you want something that's easy to use. It's got push notifications. So you're not, you know, web-based text messaging. I mean, you can go six hours before you get the message, right? Well, that's no good. You know, you, you, this stuff is important to communicate on. So you want the ease of text messaging with the admissibility of emails. Well, that's what you get with FAIR. FAIR, and in fact, um, it, you know, if you wanted to um, upload all of the messages that you have from from your co-parent, even again, all of that can still be challenged. So I don't know how much it really helps you, but if you want, you can upload all of those into the messaging feature. So you have them there. You know, if, if your, if your co-parent refuses to collaborate with you with fair, but I have to tell you just from my own personal experience with judges, if, if they, if they see one parent, it has downloaded and choosing to use an app that would that would you know clear out some of the misunderstandings and disagreements and and when you create the account with fair you automatically send an invite to your co-parent if they refuse to accept the invite and you're doing everything you can to be transparent you're going to win by default a judge is going to see that and say this parent is clearly the more responsible one so you can never go wrong yeah and I, I mean i'm just thinking personally it's less about a judge because i mean i've been divorced for 10 years I, it's very, you know, I got a 17 year old and a 14 year old. So it's, it's kind of unlikely we're going to get to a court situation, but it's more for my sanity, right? Of sometimes there's so many text messages between us that I actually forget, or let's just say this is, this is a common thing of, Hey, um, I need to go out of town a month from now. That's your weekend. Can you take the kids? Yep. Sure. And then a week before I'm about to go, Hey, FYI, um, I'm, I'm about to go. I just wanted to make sure. And then I'll get the, well, I don't remember that. And so then I have to go and scroll back. I'm like, wait a minute. I know I said something. Did I? And then I have to go back and scroll, which is very difficult. So 
your app sounds as though it'd be a good place to maybe store that data in a better way than actually going back to a text message. Well, yeah, it's searchable too. You can search. Uh, well, you're, you're right. What you're explaining right now is a huge problem and it, it actually escalates things a lot because right. X's don't have any patience for each other. And in fact, they're always looking for anything to criticize you over. Right. So, I mean, let's face it. This is the only area of life that you can be in a civil suit with another human being. And you have to go on communicating with that person for years to come. And yep. that's just aside from being like a matter of the heart, which are obviously most we're most reactive about. So what I recommend as far as all of this stuff goes is utilizing all of its functions. So if I'm going to schedule a special event like soccer practice, don't forget the cleats or whatever or soccer practice is going to be here there in the co-parenting calendar. That's where I put uh, any event that's coming up. If uh, you know, if, if there's a ballet recital coming up, well, I, I'd put it in the uh, co-parenting calendar as a special event. You can put it to, you know, if it's something that's going to be once every month on every Tuesday, you just say, you know, every, you know, every month or, or reoccurring every week, every other week, every year, every other year, whatever it is, you can stick it in there and set it up that way and have a start date and an end date. And you can even put notes in there and a geolocation. So you can, you can just, it, it, it sinks uh, seamlessly with, with um, iMaps and with uh, I, um, Google Google Maps so that when you uh, tag the location, the other party knows exactly where it is. They'll get a notification the day before. They'll get a notification an hour before to know that ballet recital is coming up. And all they have to do is click on that and then boom, their GPS is going to take them straight there. So it just really removes all of this scrolling back. I know my ex sent me the, the address, but I can't find the message mm -hmm. scrolling back. It just, if you utilize all of its features and leave the notes and just use it as, as it's meant to be used, I mean, you just really uh, mitigate a lot of problems. What about things like reimbursements? This is something that I find my clients struggle with. You know, so you hear you have a divorce decree and it says, you know, one person's going to hold up the health insurance, but this is my rules. Anything over $100 must be split equally. I cannot tell you, being that I'm the one that takes them to the doctor's appointments and fills the pharmacy prescriptions, and I lose track of all the little stuff that I'm spending. Mm -hmm. And I, without, you know, I haven't been using FAIR, but I think I'm going to now, and I wish I had this years ago, because I'm really on the tail end of parenting here. I only just have a few more years left. But one of the things is I'm making notes when I remember about, oh, that particular prescription was $50 and all of the stuff that kind of adds up. Is there a place where you can document all the little stuff that you've spent? Yeah, the fares expense tracker is uh, awesome. I mean, in fact, it's funny. I've, I've actually run into other uh, uh, apps now who have straight up copied uh, a, a lot of our features, uh, well, the way we set it up, categorize things in particular. So when you're using a uh, fare, and again, I just, preface this fair it's about being fair right but it also stands for family advocacy is your responsibility it's an acronym um, oh i didn't know that that's pretty cool yeah f-a-y-r -F you know family advocacy is your responsibility and I, I focus on the word responsibility because we, we, we need to think of ourselves as response able the ability to respond we, the ability to choose our responses to any given situation and choosing to be fair i think is the minimum thing you owe your children at least in life if you're not going to be generous be fair I just try to tell people that, and and you know you're always going to be perceived uh, perceived as being a really uh, good person if you're trying your best to be fair. But within the fair uh, expense feature and all of its 
functions down at the bottom. It's five most important, most commonly used functions with just one click to, to navigate through them. It's just like Facebook. We're really used to that. Instagram, super easy to navigate. No, nobody else really does that, funny enough. But if I want to add an expense, uh, I, I just need to only um, put in the amount. What did I buy? Was it, uh, I categorize it quickly. Was it childcare, extracurricular, personal, uncovered medical? Was it dental, uh, medical, school, or vision? Like there's these categories. You select one of those categories because those are the ones we're supposed to split, right? And I can put the picture of the receipt in there. I can wow. and take two more pictures if I want. So up to three pictures. I can choose which child it's for and leave some notes. And once I hit save, then boom, it goes to this 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 pie chart and so both pa parents can look at this pie chart and you can just see very clearly you know who's who's contributed the most but it's just kind of like if, and I'm, I'm not saying tit for tat like well you better hurry up but at least we have an understanding moving forward are we close to 50 50 on these items on yeah. these on these uh well I, I call them involuntary expenses are we close to 50 50 on not like hey i got a limo for my daughter to go out with her friends tonight i mean these are involuntary expenses that you you really need to be sharing so that's why we categorize them that way um, now, if I hit save, mm -hmm. does that co-parent get an instant yes. notification or only if you want them to be notified? No, it, it, we, we, all your activity, I mean, they can turn off their notifications, but okay. all your activity is available for them. In fact, when they log in, they'll see their little red notification up there and they'll say, you know, mom just logged these expenses and he can go in there and, and look at them and see the receipts and all that kind of thing. You see the pie chart, the pie chart's searchable from inception year to date, any particular month. It's super, it's very intuitive. It's just really well done. Okay. And I have a question. Do you use this with your co-parent? I, I, I do use it myself. My co-parent actually doesn't want to use it because they feel like, you know, because it's my company, I can manipulate <laughs> the content. The conflict of interest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, like, yeah, which that's, you know, that, that's fine. Uh, but I, I, I use it and, uh, you know, we, we have in, in here too, like functions like the file vault. These, these are things like uh, birth records, if I want to keep that stuff or the social security numbers, things that we come sometimes need, um, like birth certificate, things like this, like uh, like my kids oftentimes have login information if we're away somewhere and they need to log in and do their homework. I don't remember that login stuff, but 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 putting it in the file vault, both parents can see it at any time. Or, and then there's also another for private journal, anything you put in the private journal, either PDFs or pictures or notes or whatever, that's only visible by you. That's great. How long has this been around? I mean, how many years has this been kind of true uh, functional? Yeah, just uh, just since um, July, see July twenty sixth, uh, two thousand seventeen. So just over two years. Oh, okay. So it's I actually thought it was newer than that. So that's great. And are you getting feedback from users? I'd love to almost just chit chat about some of the things that you're seeing the most, or maybe you even have data on some of the most used functions within the application. You know, as you know, I mean, we all think it's just us going through this, or we're the only ones with that problem. This kind of back and forth, whether it's bickering or complete frustration, it's not something we typically share with our friends, right? Because they don't really want to hear it. <laughs> so what no. are some of the things that you're <laughs> always seeing that maybe kind of maybe put people at ease? So, oh, okay, I'm not the only one. You know, it's funny. I, I get phone calls. I actually, there's a, I won't mention his name, but there's a, a pro basketball player who uses fair well, I guess his attorney is like this uh he's one of these attorneys who focuses on pro athletes and he's a nice guy but he, he uses fair and he calls me every once in a while just to vent and it's funny to me because here you have this guy making millions of dollars a year 
And it, 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 this is one subject that affects everyone virtually the same. Right. You know, it, 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 it keeps people up at night, no matter how much money you make or how much social status you have. Like we're all human beings and we're all affected by this stuff. It's your kids. And, and, uh, and, you know, and, and if I can help one person sleep better at night, you know, like just, I, I just really wanted to focus on something that was going to help people. And, and I think this definitely takes the stress out of a lot of, of people's lives because look, if a paralegal had to go collect all this data from you and send you emails, chase you down about all these discovery items when they're, you know, and, and, and it, it, they would charge you a hundred dollars an hour at least. And yeah. uh, so, so fair, I mean, for the price of a Starbucks coffee every month, you get to document and, and really save yourself a ton of time, money, and anxiety. And, and I listen to all my users. I love reading. Uh, I, I, heck, I search the, um, the comment threads in my competitors. I, I, I read hundreds of their, uh, of their uh, users' um, reviews because I, I learn a lot from them. I learn from the arrows in their back. I learn what's working, what's not working what people want. Cause I'm one person from one set of life experiences and there's so much I can learn from everyone else. What about the stonewalling aspect of things? Just kind of like what happened to you, yeah. right? Where you drove down and she stonewalled you and how, yeah. you know, you're like, hello, can I get a response please? And um, if you are not communicating with this other person through the app, I, I assume that that's, there's a place to document that. Is there yeah. a place where you're like, I just texted this person on, you know, oh, yeah. Monday and didn't hear a response. Yeah, you can, you can make that a matter of, from many points of view, you can either do it in the co-parenting calendar if you want it to come out in the report there, or just do it in the comment thread. Because every time you send messages back and forth, I mean, it shows when it was sent, when it was received, when it was viewed, and just everything back and forth. So anything you put in there is going to be well-preserved um, for whenever you need it. Uh, the the, the geo-check-in feature, again, it's not a geo-tracker. This is one thing I get people get confused all the time. And, and it, you, you're not tracking the other person. You're sharing your location Darn. to choose the document. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but unlike Facebook's check-in feature, where you know I could check myself in at the Eiffel Tower right now. Right, I know. With, with Fair, like I, I, this is where I am on the planet. There's no manipulating it whatsoever. And so, if I show up and and I'm always being accused of not showing up on time, or I just want to document when I picked up or dropped off the kids, all I do is just show up there, and I can just boom, drop a pin. My co-parent gets a notification instantly to her phone, uh, and and they can oh see if that one particular day that I blew that eight hundred dollars. If I'd had that feature, I mean, done case closed. Oh, it's so smart. It really, it's very brilliant. How long did it take you to develop this? And the reason why I, I love getting the behind the scenes, because I have so many clients who, you know, the, I'd say the number one thing I hear is I should write a book about what just happened. And I say, yeah, you and everybody else, which is, you know, um, I was one person who took my divorce and made a career out of it. Same thing with you. Mm-hmm. And I think your story, aside from this awesome app, can be really inspiring to others. I mean, here you, you kind of had this such a rock bottom moment and we all have our own personal rock bottom. And then suddenly I always call it the rocky moment. It's when you wake up and you're just done feeling like a victim and you're done feeling not in control. And I'd love to kind of hear about when was that moment for you where you thought, there needs to be a better app out there and I might be able to do that. And rather than you saying, no, who am I to do that? I'm just a home builder. 
What made you think about that? And, and how long did it take you to go from, huh, this is an idea to actually doing it? That's a, that's a good thing to talk about, actually. I, I, if I can inspire people just to follow what they're, yeah. uh, what, what they're passionate about and what they, if they really want to make a difference, because that's what we need in life is just people. Uh, most people fail because they give up, right? And that's, that's most businesses, most everything fails because people give up. And a lot of people, times people give up because they're really not committed. And um, I just remember sitting there thinking to myself, I was just always on my mind that, man, if I, I just want something that would just make all of this stuff easier, all of this documenting stuff uh, much easier. And I wanted her to use it too. because I, I just didn't want any more problems. I was sick of dealing with this motions all the time. It's expensive, you know, and it always comes right before the holidays too. And then it just, it, it crunches your plans with your kids and it just affects your life. So I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, um, I'm a doer in the sense that I, uh, I, I like just to think big and go make it happen because that's what makes the journey is what you enjoy anyway. Right. I mean, it's, it really is. I, if you can put the money aside, the money will come as a natural consequence of just being passionate about something. You, you like something enough, but money will be there. Don't worry about it. It takes care so of itself. true. That's a really good reminder because I think that that's the biggest fear. I mean, and what's amazing about you, Michael, is that you had no money. You, you, you ran out, you were living in your car. And then like with any idea, there is an investment and the money is going out before it comes back in. And that alone paralyzes people. It paralyzed me when I first got started, like money, 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 oh, website and all this other stuff. And I was freaking out. And there were moments where you're like, should I be doing this? Am I stupid? Is this a really well, good thing? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I get it, but you know, success favors the bold. I mean, that's just, it's just true. And you're, you're going to have to have your bold moment. I'm not saying be bold on everything. I mean, do think things through and, and have a plan, but, you, but, be, but be bold too. And so for me, I, I knew there was a market for it. I knew people needed it. I, I could see the, the, com, the comp- competition out there was at a 1.8 star rating in the app stores. So clearly people weren't happy with it. And I also knew that, you know, it's never really the first to market that takes over. I mean, Lyft was the first to market. Uber took over. MySpace was the first to market. Facebook took over. You can just go down the list. I mean, WhatsApp. I mean, that, that guy, oh my gosh, like he, he wasn't the first, you know, uh, messaging uh, app whatsoever, but yet he came into the market and three years later, he sold it to Facebook for $19 billion. Wow. So there's just, there's just so many stories out there like this. And so you can't get discouraged because maybe somebody else has already done it. I mean, you go out there and make a better mousetrap, come up with a better way to solve people's problems. And so I, I identified that. And, and, you know, I knew from building high and luxury homes, I knew one thing and that's cheap is expensive. Anytime I've ever hired some oh, so you know, Jack lay contractor, I've always ended up paying more to get the job done. So I, I thought to myself, okay, well, who's going to build this thing? So I, I, I researched, you know, Citibank had just come up with a new app and it was super slick. And I thought, okay, well, surely Citibank would have done their due diligence. So I hired the exact same people who coded that to code fair. And thank goodness I did because anything after iOS 10, you know, it's got to be coded in some of the best technologies. And so I, I got really great code and, uh, and that's important. I got great code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, coding is, it's a language. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to have a book written, I mean, do you want, you know, somebody with a command of the English language like Jane Austen or somebody in the Bayou, you know, somebody. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I'm really excited to have you on today and share with my listeners about some of the main issues that are going on. And I really want to just encourage everyone to go out and try it. I was really surprised, Michael, when we spoke uh, prior to this podcast, 
how affordable it is. I thought this thing would be like, you know, $100 a month and it's not. So why don't you just share with uh, everyone what what it costs and what it might cost the co-parent? And mm-hmm. I know you have an offer, an offer for yeah. partners. Yeah, thank you. I, I, yeah, I do. Um, right. Well, I mean, first of all, we don't sell any user data. Apps generally monetize by selling your private information to third parties. And, and we understand that this stuff is really important that this stuff's not floating out there. So everything is very encrypted. Everything, everything you put in fair is going to be totally private and never going to haunt you later on in life. Um, so that, that being said, the, the only way we can uh, run a business model is to charge a, a, a sub- sub- subscription. I mean, unless we wanted to constantly put ads in your face, nobody wants to see that. No. So um, we also identified that a lot of people want to pay monthly. Some people want to pay a year and some people want to take advantage of like a three-year option. If you're going to have your kids, you know, you're going to be using the app for the next 18 years, let's say. So we have a 20% discount code for your, your listeners. It's, it's Lindsay1 not case sensitive. So just type in Lindsay one and anybody puts that in, will get a 20% discount on either monthly, which would come out to seven ninety nine a month. Annually would come out to $79 for a year or one ninety nine for three years. So we, we give you some options. Um, obviously, you know, the more time you buy, the, the better the, the value. And I want to remind everyone that whether it's seven ninety nine or one ninety nine or whatever option that they cost, it's way cheaper than a lawyer. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For three years of this, I mean, holy smoke. Yeah. You'd pay twice that in an hour and it's going to be better documentation too. I mean, it's done. And when you, when you click to export all of your uh, data, you can just put your lawyer's email there. Boom. You just saved yourself hundreds of dollars in paralegal time. Yeah. Yeah. Super beneficial. Now, let me ask you a question. Should anyone decide to pause their subscription or Let's say they're like, I don't know if I really want to do this and I have to cancel. Is all that data white or are you allowed to go back in? Should you're like, oh, that was a bad idea. I need to go back in. And- we have your data. Uh, okay. it's, it's all backed up to Amazon World Service. So we, we, we have it. We can access it. You're never going to lose it unless you flat out were to write us and request that it be completely wiped and then we would do that for you. Okay, perfect. We're also 100% in Spanish. We're the only co-parenting app in Spanish. Not that your listenership is probably not predominantly Spanish, but it's nonetheless. It, <laughs> that's it, pretty amazing, actually. We're the only we're the only app there in existence that's uh, also in Spanish. Wow. Well, Michael, I'm uh, so honored actually to have you on my show today, and thank you for spending your time with me. And congratulations to your success and creating something that truly is a solution to a very, very big problem in the co-parenting world. So my congrats to you and everyone. Remember, Lindsay One, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y One. I will put that in the show notes for 20% off. And I hope so many people go ahead and download that for you. And everyone, I would love to kind of hear your feedback. Send me a note on my website as to how this might have changed you. And I'd be happy to pass that on to you, Michael, should I get any great feedback. And of course, for anyone who wants to do that, be anonymous. We're all here doing one important thing. And that's, you know, again, it's about the kids and making their lives easier and less stressful. So Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, everyone else, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Unbreakable You. And I will see you all next time. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unbreakable You. Be sure to visit my website at lindsayellison.com and shoot me a note. I love to hear from my listeners. You can also find my book, Magic Words, How to Get What You Want from a Narcissist on Amazon or Audible. And check out my digital worksheet to accompany the book that you can find on my website. 
All of my podcasts are also on YouTube where you can watch me in action. Make sure to subscribe to my channel so you don't miss an episode. Until next time, keep being your badass self and live your best life.